Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, we're going to try to fit three shows into one day. Uh, consider this your early Christmas Thanksgiving present, everyone. Remember us? <laughs> Remember us? Happy Merry Thank Quantica. Um, all right, it's time for the Kickstarter. We aren't changing shows, all right? It's LeVac and Gaz. Nothing's changing on this show. I know we've been go- gone for two days, but nothing's changing. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> two inside of a joke? We'll no. Get, maybe we'll get to that. No, maybe no, we won't. No, I okay. just... Just want to clear uh, that listen, up. Listen, we're... We have a certain uh, a certain drive to us that means we're going to keep doing this as long as possible. That's right. You know, that's what we do. Very driven. Yeah. If you all. know, if you know what I mean. But a lot of love, a lot of love for one guy. A lot of love. A lot of love. And if if that guy finds himself needing a ride, any drive time, any other time. That's right. I'm pretty sure we'd pull up. You got his number. Oh yeah. I got his number. Oh yeah. I talked to him today. Oh. I'll just say that. He's one of my favorite people I've well, ever met. Well, we've been met. friends with him for a long time. That's exactly right. The biggest compliment I can say, this is not where I thought the show was going to go, but let's do it out of the gates, right? Uh, as I've said before, and I'll now have this for the public, he's one of the first people on on earth that knew my son Rex was going to be born. Oh. So that's the biggest compliment I can offer him. Well, because he's his real dad. He's not his dad. Are you sure? Uh, I, I look at my son every day. That's my kid for They're sure. They're about the same height. That's terrible. That's not. <laughs> I love you, Charlie. Uh, wait. Oh, I said the name. Damn it. Um, all right. Here we go. Time for the DraftKings Kickstarter, uh, which normally would happen Monday at this time. We're doing it today because, well, you know, it's fun to do. And uh, we only have one show this week thanks to uh, the Filthy Syracuse Orange and the wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. The promo code for DraftKings is WOFX. WOFX. Uh, number 10. I'm going to listen. Let's do this, right? The Raiders. Raiders. Uh, man, they they gave, they gave the Dolphins as much trouble as Gaza's having right now Jeez. in the other room. Uh, 2013 victory. Dolphins extremely lucky that Jalen Ramsey is back from injury. I mean, one of the top cover guys in the league, and he gets that big interception at the end of the game. Uh, outsider looking into Raider Nation, guys. Aiden O'Connell, AOC. Is he going to get better, or is this what he is? He'll get better. He will get better. The problem is, will they believe in him to get better? Are they going to look at the draft? Are they going to look at Ramsey? He's a good quarterback. You call this maybe your best pick of all the preseason. If that was a wager, like what was it, 100 to 1? It would have been way more than that. 200 to 1? Because he was third string, remember. It was Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer, then Aiden O'Connell. They played about as good as they could. And it felt like they just have a different response to that coach. But Miami's just better at this point. Yeah. It just, you know, I wish they had a stronger take here out of the gates. They're just a little bit better at roster, built-wise, and everything else. I will tell you, the, the God's honest, though, I've seen a lot of more talented Raiders teams go into Miami and play a lot worse. So that that that's probably the best Raiders performance in Miami I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Moving on to number nine. Steelers lose 13-10 to the Browns on Sunday. And they blamed Canada, just like South Park. Matt Canada, oh, that is. Canada, <laughs> blame we Canada. stand on guard for <laughs> the... Unless he get fired. They, yeah, they're no longer guard. They're now guarding against him. Uh, Matt Canada out. And, and here's the deal. Eddie Faulkner is in. Eddie Faulkner, the running backs coach, taking over as the offensive coordinator. Um, he was a running back when he played in college. He's been a running back coach in a lot of different teams. I'm going to throw this out here. Maybe we'll get back to this during Fantasy versus Reality, which will also be today, which is normally on Friday. Uh, you may want to pay a great deal of attention to one Najee Harris coming up. But the Steelers make the move. Canada has been extradited from the building. 
guys, do you like the move? Do you want? Are you are you all about the the Faulkner Islands instead uh, of Canada? I'm shocked it took this long. Right? The fact that Matt Ryan has as many games from Week Ten of last season as passing touchdowns as Kenny Pickett, and that Tommy DeVito has now more multiple touchdown passing games than Pickett. Okay. Yeah, you simmer down, Syracuse fan. You get your Devito love a little bit later in the top ten here. I just like associating all the Steeler fans who become a part of our show, like our guy Yankee Tiger, who sent this over. Shout out to Steve. He That's- loves you. He loves that you bring that up. I look. The Steeler fans are all grouped together because him and Scotty B, who we both know, is yeah. very passionate about the Steelers, who lets us hear about Canada. I I'm call like- him Scotty Tight Pants. That's his nickname. <laughs> he was yelling at Canada too loud during one of our broadcasts, and then our guy Dubs. Our guy Dubs killing it. Dubs tweeted this. Lebec, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, said, I don't think he's our guy anymore. He doesn't talk to me. He only talks to you. He's your guy, Dubs. Well, he tweeted this recently. The birth of my daughter, Mia, is the best moment of my life. The second one is Matt Canada getting fired. I'm sure the wife's going to bring that up uh, during the anniversary party. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. Williams family. There you go. Yeah. Uh, moving on to number eight, man. C.J. Stroud. A real deal. Texans win again. 21-16 over the Cardinals. I don't feel as you can correct me on this in a second, guys. I don't feel like there's any debate anymore. CJ Stroud is the offensive rookie of the year. CJ Stroud is the best quarterback to come out of the draft uh, last year. But I want to know what do you think means more to Kyler Murray right now? A successful campaign on Call of Duty Modern Warfare or winning a game or two and keeping his freaking job so the Cards don't draft his replacement? Uh, second is the answer. It the, should be, but the, I don't think it is. I actually think Kyler Murray's playing pretty well, and I'm not a big mm. Kyler Murray fan. I think he's been doing okay. You but think he's just coming up a little short? <laughs> not sure if there's. <laughs> a, not sure if there's anything Kyler Murray can actually do at this point of his career besides rather show off and be like, if you're going to draft a quarterback because of how stupid my contract is, I'm playing in 2024. Like I'm going to be your guy. You're not going to have somebody with 35 million dollars sitting on the bench. The Cardinals are okay. They're going to end up with the number one pick probably, but they're actually not bad. Again, Houston's trailing in that game or has the potential to lose in that game, and C.J. Stroud does it he's again. So Remarkable. He is the he's the best Ohio State quarterback to go pro ever already. Like, if he stops now, he's the best. Like, sorry, Herb Street. That's not even how you spell street, by the way. Loser. All right, coming up, uh, number seven. Hey, you you seen the old Peter Pan classic, right? You know, yes. You know, Captain Hook. How you'd freak out when you hear the clock ticking because they meant the gator was coming for him. Gator's coming for you, Brandon Staley. The clock's ticking for the Los Angeles frauds. 23-20, they get beat by a subpar Packers team. That dude's seat, Brandon Staley, head coach of, of the Chargers for now, his seat is hotter than Paige Peronic. That's how hot his Ooh. seat is. And her seat. <laughs> Want to touch the honey? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what you left me with there with the setup. Uh, uh, the, gosh, I'm thrown off that. You're, uh, you're picturing Paige Peronic. Quiet. Yeah. Uh, Dubs is already in trouble with his wife. I'm not uh, getting in trouble now before uh, the holidays. Here's even the, your wife knows Paige Peronic's hot. I mean, she would admit it. We... You, Jordan and I would be like checking her out, be like, "What's up? Yeah, that girl's legit right there. I'll play some golf with her." The fact that he's yelling in the press conference about the defense is his end. Yeah. Bye, see ya. You're right. done. By the way, you are the defensive coordinator, basically, even though you're the head coach. You're the defensive guy. So uh, Brandon Staley, he will be the next to go. Uh, coming up on number six here during the DraftKings Kickstarter. WOFX is the promo code. Cowboys, Niners, Eagles. They look like the most dominant teams in the NFL right now. 
I like the Niners. Ha, huh, we'd have to do power rankings this week. Excellent. I can, I can pull no, them up. No, 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 I can no, no. We are too packed. We are too packed. I can make room. If We have games coming up on Thursday and Friday here on OFX. The Niners are the best team because I watched them play against my Buccaneers. That defensive line was already really good. There are some plays. There's no chance to throw the ball. So rematch with those teams, or if a team plays one of those teams, I'm going to call the semifinals of the NFC playoffs. That Niner defensive line is the best, and they're ridiculous. So the Niners of those teams you just mentioned, for me, God's power rankings have oh changed. They're not number one. You would lose your mind if we did the power rankings this week. You would lose. I just looked. You would lose your ever-loving mind. Um, I mean, the Eagles beating the Chiefs, you got to give them a lot of love on that one. I've been holding back on, on showing them the support they probably deserve, but that's a big, big win. Um, the, the Cowboys... Yes, they're beating up on the little sisters of the poor or whatever, you know, the, the, a lot of the bad teams. But it's the number one thing you say about good teams. Good teams win games they're supposed to win. So those three teams right now, I put the Ravens in there probably, but those three teams I would think are going to have a – you're going to have to go through at least one of them to win the Super Bowl. I don't care, Kansas City fans, if you find a wide receiver from Division Three Mount Union. I don't care if you find a kid who's FCS who runs a 4940. What you need to do is old school video games. Sort the rankings by catchability. Whoever's the best person in college who can catch a football will be on the Chiefs because drop weather played effect. Drop, 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 drop. Mark, Hold on. Let's do this. Okay, fine. Let's do this. I'm jumping the order. Number five. I think this is this is where we were both going to go with this eventually. Where the hell was Taylor Swift on Monday night? Oh. We all know that Travis Kelsey or Tavis, as they become known together, have, we all know he plays better when when T Swizzle is in the hizzle. She wasn't there. Where stand by your man? Where's a little little Patsy Klein or whatever? I think that's who sings that. Where's that when we need it? Seven catches, forty four yards. That's not enough from 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 Mister Mister Tavis. If she was there, he would have played better. Also, by the way, if you're gonna go away, Taylor Swift. Do it soon because every freaking date I've been on lately, I've had a woman try to exp- mansplain football to me now because she's a Taylor Swift fan. Okay, just last night, I was told how important she is and, and how great Travis Kelsey is, and I'm sitting there looking at her going, you you just learned what a football was a week ago. You're not on Picks 106 tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving. But I might show up anyway. Who cares? Stand by me, Benny King. Next time you talk to Quinn, ask him about a story about him and Benny King on a treadmill <laughs> at a rehab center. Yeah, but your your point about the receptions, obviously Marcus Van Valdez scowling. Catch the ball! He could be yeah. it cost me twenty years, Levac. I've been playing fantasy football. That one last Eagles and Chiefs is the most heartbreaking loss that I ever suffered. And did you see the amount of times they tried to use Kadarius Tony against the Eagles the way they did in the Super Bowl? And it actually kind of worked a little bit, but yeah, you have Travis Kelsey, Watson's decent, and then it's it. That's like, how did you not go? How did you not go get a, a wide receiver? How did you not get D Hop? How how is he not there? It's ridiculous. Sorry, I just burped. Oh my God, come back in. All right, uh, number four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, we had kind of thrown a little dirt on the grave of the old Buffalo Bills. We better get that shovel back out, leaf blower, clean them up nice because they seem to adjust very nicely to Joe Brady being their new offensive coordinator. I've told you the biggest problem with the Bills' offense has been that Josh Allen feels the need to play hero ball ever since Brian Dable left. Well, he threw the ball a lot, three touchdowns. He did throw one pick. He was only sacked once, and he only ran five times. 
So Josh Allen seems to be relating very well to what Joe Brady is selling him. And I know it's against the Jets, and I know the Jets are poop, but the Jets' defense isn't poop. It's the beep, you know what I'm saying? So this was a big deal. Zach Wilson bench. Josh Allen looks like Josh Allen again. Two franchises clearly headed in different directions as the Bills seem to be legit all over again. Yeah, the Bills, I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more for the Bills. I'm not, I'm not oh, you'll saying, get it this week, my friend. There you go. I'm not saying Joe Brady didn't do a good job. I'm just saying it's hard for me after one game to say he's better than Ken Dorsey. So I'm going to hold off, and I think he'll get a test. That Jets stuff, boy, we could spend hours, hours on that. I definitely want to get more to that later on, but they had to do this. They've got forced to the point where Wilson had to go to the bench. I know we're gonna, we will we will get back to New York football as a whole coming up, but um, do you agree with me? That the offensive coordinator system itself or the style itself, the reason that matters is it needs Josh Allen to buy into it so he's not out there running around like a fool and throwing balls he shouldn't be throwing playing hero ball. Yes. The only reason I pause on that a little bit is, is that's... you hate to admit I'm right. No, that's not. That's not easy. It's easy to say he'll buy in, but when the whistle's blown, right. I think about Mike Vick in Atlanta all the time. Like, you could get a system for Mike Vick. Mike Vick has to buy in. Eventually, might say, I'm buying it, and then takes off and runs. It's... The answer is yes, I agree, but I need to, some proof, Josh. I feel like you're still going to do whatever you want. 50 Cent was shot nine times, kept going. Tommy DeVito, sacked nine times, kept going, <laughs> led the Giants to a 31-19 win over the Washington Commanders. We had all said he didn't have a chance. Uh, they were better off with Danny DeVito, uh, that he was he would just go home and cry to his mom when this was over. and He may have had to. Again, nine sacks, but he got it done. Saquon did work. Giants win. <laughs> Giants win. Survivor pools everywhere exploded with this, including mine. You mentioned someone getting shot in 50 Cent. Many men. Brian Robinson, one of my favorite players in the NFL in a losing effort. I thought you were going to go that way. Tommy DeVito. Oh, man. I saw you, New York Giant fan. I saw you ready to trash Daniel Jones. I saw some people finding the old Davis Webb takes. Let's give Tommy DeVito some love because he played fantastic. He really did. I don't know how many more games like that are left for him. Might not be this weekend coming up against the Patriots, a Belichick off a bye week against a undrafted quarterback, but give him his flowers. He had a great game. I was uh, I was researching for the show last night at a local watering hole. That's why I was there. Um, and I heard this group of, of older men go, DeVito's got it. DeVito could be, like, he's special. I no. hope they let the kid try. Yeah. No, they oh, didn't. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were in. They're a bunch of, bunch of Tommy DeVito fans happening around the, the old Cap region all of a sudden. It was it was quite fun to watch, and I almost just recorded it to send it to you, but I thought they would talk to me then, and I didn't, I didn't really want that. Uh, all right, number two, how about three games for you tomorrow on your turkey day? This is three chances for you to ignore the family or try to indoctrinate them into the <laughs> NFL. You got the Green Bay Packers at Detroit Lions, 12-30 kickoff. You've got the Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys, 4-30 kickoff, and the late game, 8-20 uh, this one will be on NBC. Uh, the first one, Fox, CBS, and that, and then NBC will be the final. San Fran at Seattle. I like this slate of games. I knew the I know the first two seem like they're going to be kind of lopsided. The last one for me might be kind of lopsided, but I think they'll be exciting games. Names you know, a lot of fun to be had. Maybe you'd be able to drag the family in these ones. If you are traveling around the capital region, we right here on WOFX Fox Sports 95.9.980.1031 HD2 set those presets in your vehicle. We will be bringing you Cowboys and Commanders. So we will have that game right here. Nice. A little pregame, a little what did you miss this past week with LeVac and Goss from 3 to 4, and they'll take the air at 4 o'clock. 
I feel like at the end of the show, I'm going to say something. But I'll say it right now. Maybe my opinion will change by the end of the show. This is gambling-wise, wagering-wise, investing-wise. I can't tell you a Thanksgiving I've been more excited about with the action. Usually pass, 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 pass. These are my notes for Thursday. Whoa! You're feeling the same way I am about Thursday. I got a lot of notes for Thursday. I think Thursday has the potential to be profitable, we'll say. Um, And that game, going back to my childhood, like the world that we live in now, that used to be the most racially inappropriate matchup to have on Thanksgiving, and now it's it you know it's just eh, I guess it's a rivalry. I just I I kind of miss when it was so wrong. It was fun. It's a weird thing to say. I know, I know. I'm sorry, but at least I tell the truth. All right, coming up, uh, number one here on the Kickstarter is Gaz moves away from the microphone. <laughs> That's when I know I've said something he cannot get behind. Um, number one, Black Friday special for you, everyone. Shoppers, please join us around your televisions on the. Prime video app, as you'll see the Miami Dolphins travel to Jet Life Stadium to take on the New York football Jets. I'm all about Black Friday football. I know New York sports fans are going to have a weird feeling, especially with how good Miami is, but this could become a new tradition, yes, with Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Can't wait to watch it. Excited about it. We all get the rest up after pounding down so much food on Thanksgiving Trip and watching Dolphin. football. That's Trip right. Dolphin. Ton of uh, college games on uh, Friday as well, including but, Oklahoma TCU, which you can hear right here on Fox Sports ninety five nine and nine eighty and one zero three one HD two. With our coverage getting underway at noon, bump set spike right there, my friends. Uh, we of course will talk a little college football. We will talk about all the things. Uh, I personally a little amped up right now, feeling pretty good. I'll uh, I'll listen, guys. I'm gonna pull the curtain back, okay? Ooh, okay. I woke up with. Uh, I don't know, we'll call it Miller Light Flu. Um, I'm struggling. Struggle bus party of one. But you know what I did? I stopped by Stewart's. I grabbed myself a, a C4 energy drink. Popped that bad boy. Gave me the kick I needed to get over the old hangover. Now I'm moving along. Feeling pretty good. Explosive energy you can feel. Zero sugar. C4. You know me. Smart energy challenge. I'm dominating that. You guys suck. I'm the best. Um, <laughs> it's sad how good I am and how bad you guys are. A lot of that coming from the C4. I think I'm the one I'm the one who drinks the smart energy, and I think it really it pays off. And since there's no one who's going to be able to debate me tomorrow morning on picks, I'll just tell you I would have won that debate. Um, I have the ultimate energy, smart energy. I get those from Speedway, but I went, I went Stewart's today. Thank you to C4. If you're taking the road trip this upcoming holiday, oh, yeah. Oh, C4 yeah. is the way to go. If you're a coffee person, that's wonderful. Stop doing that because the C4 is going to give you that boost you need, especially for the holiday season, and they always taste great. You know how many people just don't go into coffee or have that coffee lingering taste? Or you're like, Ugh, three, four. You want turkey <laughs> and coffee? No. Get C4. Check out the flavors. Grab one at Stewart's today. Whatever it is, Arctic snow cone, mm. little Skittles, little Starburst. How about, slice. A, how about our promo team just grabbing them all over the place? Like, hey, do you guys want this deal? Or is it? Yep. I thought I'd have a few left, I'll be honest. But they know how good C4 is. And everybody who's been contributing to C4, we appreciate you. C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. I'm open for picks. I caught a couple stray picks last week that hit for me. At Tom Guys, T O M G O Z Z, a community <laughs> pick this week if you want to get in on the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. I will give you nothing. No, you know, I take that back. I might give you a C4 if you help out with the picks. All right, here's what we're going to do. Coming up, I will tell you how exactly to get beverages from Gaz, and we'll talk about what's going on in the old uh, world of New York football. State of New York football coming up next right here. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's LeVac and Gaz for USX Pest Control. 
I got a story, Levesque. You today. didn't do the yeah. Yeah. I'm so, right. I'm so okay. excited to tell the story because right. they were at my house today. Oh, were they? USX Pest Control is at the house today. I forgot to give my wife the heads up that they were coming. <laughs> so it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, let's give some love to our guy, Victor, a new guy who we oh. haven't worked with before. So my wife, Jordan, she told me, she goes, hey, I really like this Victor guy. I like Tim and Frank, but Victor's doing a great job right now. And guess what? We had two mice in our attic. I go, whoa. She goes, don't worry. The trap in the plan got the mice. Thank nice. goodness. How gross would that have been if all of a sudden I'm starting to have my in-laws over and I see some little mice flying around our house and didn't even realize it. The weather is changing. It's getting colder and colder. We had a plan set up thanks to USX Pest Control. And our guy, Victor, spotted it, and we are good to go. So you don't even know. Again, how old's your home? How long's it been? Get a plan set up by calling our friends at USX Pest Control. And just today, I saw how effective that plan could be. That's see, that's the thing, and you see it working. And again, look what happened, right? Snowed, rained, nastiness. Mice that maybe had no interest in being in your house were like, "Oh, that place looks warm. Let's go there." They were met by USX Pest Control. Victor finished them. Victor finished them. Uh, the non-chemical exclusion package is the number one thing you should be asking about, and then they'll tell you about the rest. It is it is great. Uh, welcome welcome aboard, Victor. I I it's nice to know that Frank finally said I've had enough with the Goslowski. Uh, <laughs> USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Oh, oh I hate you so much. Wait um, a second. Somebody move. No, this is on purpose. You're, no, this no, is no. you. Somebody move that. They this really is did. you. This is. Uh, it down quick. We missed the not a creature was stirring um, except for two mice bit we could have done right there oh, for the holiday man, season. What a whiff. Bring that back later. Um, I hate you for that song so much. It's just, it's, you guys have ruined it for me for absolutely forever. Um, I hope the Mac never returns uh, again. Um, recently, it, it, this, the number, the number one topic for me in public with people who knew the Levagengas show used to be the integrative sleep center. They would come to me and go, oh, you know, the, does that work? Whatever. Recently it has become, I can't wait to go to Van Slick's inside rivers and drink on Gaza's dime when Rogers plays. I don't want to agree with this, but I would say since we've joined the Fox Sports team, I completely agree. We've been getting messages, both of us, yeah. what, over the course of the last 96 hours, because we've had a little bit of a break because of the Maui Invitational, yep. from all over, Facebook, Twitter, every this has been, sadly, uh, what I've been hearing a lot too, Levesque. Well, so any of the Firebirds events I've done, Flock You, anything like that, somebody's come up to me. Uh, and said, I can't wait. I can't wait. You like, what time do I have to get there? What I'm like, this is, I, I don't have the details. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll hammer those out, but he put his foot in his mouth at this point. Um, over at tech East, I've had people come out to me like, like Mike Corda, the, um, you know, owner of the firebirds, the GM at tech East, he goes to me, he's, does he know how much money he's about to spend? <laughs> and I'm like, he, he, no. I'm like, I'm like, no, I go, I'm actually thinking about doing a GoFundMe for his kid's uh, college uh, because he's going to get hurt on this one. This one's going to be bad. So um, the latest, the latest uh, salvo, if you, I don't know what the word I want to use is, the latest shot taken at you from Aaron Rodgers, even though he has no idea who you are, um, he has stated that he feels guilty that he's not there for the Jets this year. That he feels like they would have a very different season if he was there. He feels feels bad for the way people are talking about Zach Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett and everybody else. Um, and he would like to begin practicing full training on his birthday. 
which would be the same day UAlbany would be playing in a playoff game, December 2nd. So if December 2nd comes and we start getting video of Aaron Rodgers, not just warming up on the field, not just a little, you know, drop, pat, pat, throw the ball, but actually, you know, red jersey, taking a ball from under center, you're in big trouble. I still feel good. I do. I do. I feel like science is on my side. I feel good. And now here's why I feel a little bit more confident that Aaron Rodgers will not play this season. It's because of what happened while we were off the last few days, and that is the news of Zach Wilson going to the bench. And that Tim Boyle, that's right, the pride of the Eastern Kentucky Colonels, which Colonels is always a weird spelled word, and UConn is now the Jets' starting quarterback. I feel like they're not going to get that much better with Boyle out there, and I think they knew that. He was pretty bad at the end of the Buffalo game. Rodgers has said from the start he's not coming back unless they're in contention, and unfortunately... He said from the start. He said that recently. Recently, okay. Uh, Um, That he's not coming back. So I feel good about that, and I also feel good that he's not even going to practice. I don't want to double down on a bet, but I don't believe any of that nonsense that he's actually going to take the practice field in December, but I'm not betting on that. I'm betting that he's actually going to take the field in a regular season game later this year. um, So here's here's where the, the, the problem lies for you in in your theories here um at this moment they're they're very much alive right they're, they're just, there's a lot going on in the AFC to the point where the the Jets are not they're not even close to to out of it to be honest with you because they can win a couple games and be on their way that we've seen weakness in the Dolphins they're they may actually be able to win the AFC East still like they're they're alive for everything right now they need to win a couple games to be mathematically alive, which I could see Aaron Rodgers using as his excuse to play. We know that Robert Salas basically said it's up to him. He's a big boy. He's a grown man. He's gonna if, if the doctors clear him, he's gonna play. Um, the doctors clear him is an interesting statement because would would Elitraj, the guy who did the surgery, would he would he go? Hey, I stamp this. I approve it. He can play. Or does it have to be a Jets team doctor? Does it have to be a third party? Like, who's the one who's going to actually get to say it is the question. Because if you're Elitraj, do you do you let him go out there to prove that you're a genius? Do you hold him back so that hopefully he doesn't, you know, you don't want to risk him getting hurt and make sure your space bridge surgery look worse? There's a lot of little pieces of this, but the number one piece is Aaron Rodgers is believes that he is smarter than you. He is smarter than everyone else. That he can do things no one else can do, and he will prove it whenever he gets an opportunity. People are going to sit down this Thanksgiving with family and friends, and somebody might be overserved, or somebody might. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Somebody might be a bit older. Why'd you look at me when you said that? And they're going to bring up science or politics this Thanksgiving. So uh, I've got two conspiracies here, Levac. I got two of them. Okay. Now maybe it's somebody's Thanksgiving dinner. You might be ready for some conspiracies. I got one conspiracy theory. From Indianapolis. And I've got another conspiracy theory from Miami. Okay. Do you want none? I love, of- I love them all. Oh, you want both? Yeah. yeah no, I, I live oh, for- gosh. You know, we okay. we used to do a segment called, uh, you know, tin, Tinfoil Hat Theory. Yes. Like, let's- Throw journalistic yeah. integrity out that window and here we go. Play yeah. the music. Well, well we tell the truth. We, they're, they're conspiracy theories, but they're, they're not always wrong. Which one would you like first? Uh, Give me, give me the uh, Indianapolis one. The Indianapolis one. Conspiracy theory one. From my brain, 
Pat McAfee mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers have been behind this the whole time. McAfee knows he already paid Rodgers a million bucks to come on his show. And if he just comes on every single week and says that he's injured, he's not going to play. That's not going to help McAfee's show. Not going to help the sponsor. He needed to do this for McAfee. And he said, hey, man, can you do me a favor? Can you just act like you're going to play someone tunes in and takes our quotes? Yeah, man, no problem. No chance I'm ever going to play. That would be my conspiracy okay. theory. That the I only, just, yes. I don't think, obviously, McAfee's never going to be the one who goes, bro, don't say that. Don't say that. Um, but I, I think, I think he's just, I think he's happy it's happening. I don't think he was the one who like helped come up with it. Fair enough. I, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think he's like, every time he said, he's like a million bucks well spent, but I don't, I, cause if it ever came out, it was him that he was part of this. Well, now everybody's torn asunder because he, now he got this wrestling goober who is doing backflips in the rivers and all this other stuff. Now he's helping this, this plot against Jets fans. No, it's, he likes it. I guarantee he's not he's not trying to stop it. And maybe he said, "Hey, if you want to like he's like maybe he looks at his boys there and goes, "Hey, what can I ask him to get him to say that again?" Yes. <laughs> but I don't think there I don't think there's collusion between Rodgers and McAfee on that one. All right, let's go to theory 2. This one can comes. You imagine, hold on, one yeah. second. If I had to pay you a million dollars to talk to me once a week, are you answering my phone the rest of the week? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you're giving me a million bucks to come on, sure, yes. I think no, I'm just saying you, you I would. We've, we've established for you to speak to me once a week for a calendar year, it's a million dollars. You don't get freebies, buddy. You know, I'm not, no. I'll talk, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Was it on Tuesdays they talk? Yeah. I would literally text back, I'll talk to you on Tuesday. You owe me $500. <laughs> like, that would be it. We've paid for guests before. You didn't treat them like that. No, no. But we paid for, but we, we have never, the only guy that we had to really pay to talk to was Schefter. Yes. Um, Herm Edwards towards the end, but like, like Buster only is still a friend. Like Buster was like, Hey, can we just, can we just put 50 on the books or a hundred on the books just so that I can put it in my, that I can be, I can tell my manager that I made money doing it. Like he was literally like, he, when we had him come hang out with everybody and I know he's still with the four letter network, but like whatever he, he told me flat out that the range he gets for an event is between $500 and twenty five thousand dollars, and I said I don't have twenty five thousand. Would you take five hundred? He goes, I'd do it for three hundred. I go, Will you take three <laughs> hundred? But like, you know what I mean? It was like, and those numbers, I'm, I'm, I'm floating weird numbers. I don't remember the exact. Numbers. You get the point of what he was, right. but yeah, but like a million, like a million, like you, I don't want to really talk to you. Like I don't really like Adam Schefter didn't want to really speak to me. Herm Edwards hated me. If they weren't being paid a fee, they wouldn't have answered the phone we called. So we'll throw that one potentially out, but you can yeah. have a nice debate over some yeah. turkey on that with your cousins right. and football fans. Okay. Here's the second the one. The PMS theory. And this one got picked up. This is out of Miami? This one's out of Miami. Okay. Sports Illustrated, the great mecca for many sports aspiring media members. SI somehow aggregated this quote, and you can find the articles out there. This one comes from Billy Gill Ooh. from the Dan Lebitard Show, who floated this theory out here, that Aaron Rodgers actually never was injured. <laughs> what? That he actually never tore his Achilles tendon because he's like, well, if that takes six to nine months for the recovery and he's coming back in three, did he actually really tear his Achilles? Is this a long-term <laughs> plot that Rodgers like what? So 
How do you feel about that second one? That Billy Gill floated the idea out that Rogers actually never tore his Achilles tendon. That's 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 a joke. I mean, it's funny. I like it. It's funny. It's unique. It's a hot right, take. Ooh, right. Woo. Can you imagine if that really was the thing? All all right. I'll come back. <laughs> Zach's good enough to hold it down. I'll come back on on Christmas Eve, and we'll just light it on fire. We'll just we'll go on a run, and then all of a sudden you see the way Zach's playing. Like, how do we? How do we tell people I'm, it was, it wasn't torn? Like, how do we do? How do we? Is there a way? Because I need to get back out there now. This isn't gonna work. And they're like, "Don't worry, Tim Boyle's coming." No, really, I can get out there right now. Look, our plan was that we're gonna have Zach play for just a few weeks, and then you randomly against like I don't know the Bills or the Dolphins, we're just gonna throw you back out there. Okay, it sounds great. Oh man, this isn't going so well. No, conspiracy. He got hurt. But yeah. the idea of, hey, how come this is a six to nine month injury? He's coming back in three. Did I miss something? Did something not? Here's, here's my here's my here's my theory on how this all comes together. Conspiracy theory or regular theory? Uh I think it's regular. You can yeah. be the judge. All right. I I believe that he one hundred percent ruptured his Achilles. Uh if you want to tell me it wasn't a full tear, I'll go for that. I'll roll with you there. It, you know, it's a partial tear, which makes it a little easier to heal faster. Um, I'll roll with you. Uh, I believe that he heard about the space bridge and it gave him such a positive vibe on how this was going to work that he put it together with all the other things he already does, which we would all consider crazy. But remember, there are people out there who think vitamins are crazy. So like, you know, he put it all together and he's like, I'm going to do this in record time. And he is, he is so positively pushing forward that at this moment, I'd say it's 50-50 whether or not he gets out there, and then it's another 50 or 50 or whether or not it just explodes on him like in the first play. Because, again, you've seen people do this. You've seen people just bend reality to their will. We've seen it. It's happened. Can he do it? I don't know. He's that out there. He's going to try it. So many of us do exactly what we're told by doctors, and you, you know they're paid to give you that advice. He's not one of those dudes, man. He's going to do his own research. Let me throw this theory out there. Week 17. Well, yeah, week 17 is fine. Week 17. So let's say the Jets are in contention. More likely to happen. Rodgers takes the field or Nathaniel Hackett's the offensive coordinator. What, what, what week? Do you think? Let me rephrase that. Do you think Hackett's going to get fired? No. Neither do I. Because, again, this everything that's in place is in place the way Rodgers wanted it when he got there. I've heard there, there's speculation Salah's on his way out. Robert Salah's going to get, Big Game Bob is going to get booted. I I don't know because I, I think the only way he gets booted is if there's somebody else out there that they think is A, better for what they're doing long term, but B, is also going to be palatable for Rodgers. Because if you come in, you can't fire Hackett. Unless you promote the defensive coordinator, you're gonna bring another defensive because people are gonna be calling him all year. I don't, I, I don't see, I don't know why you change anything because again, you just this was built for Rodgers. You double down, you go deeper, you see if you get Devonte Adams or another wide receiver or whoever it is, and then you you run at it again. And this time, hopefully, when he comes out with the flag, he doesn't you know explode a, a, a vital tendon, <laughs> yeah. and then everything will be okay. Um, but you're buying drinks. That's happening. I, I mean, I can just kind of, it's, it's coming. Um, the, the New York teams are, are all in action. 
Jets on Black Friday. Giants host the Pats. Bills go to Philadelphia. Scale of, I want your I want your confidence. Which one are you most confident in winning? Middle confident in winning. Least confident in winning. Uh, middle confident, I would say, is the Giants, and it's less about Belichick facing a rookie quarterback off of bye week and more about me being selfish and swearing off taking any Patriot bet. So because of my lack of a read on that game, I put them in the middle. The most confident? Oh, God, I have to pick a most confident after that. Uh, I guess I would take Buffalo because they're better, and Philadelphia is coming off a win they probably shouldn't have wanted. They catch the football, the Chiefs, so I'd go Bills most confident, middle the Giants, least confident Jets. Bills, Jets, Giants is where I'm at. Okay. And I could flip the two because I, I think that if it's if we're talking just spread, just covering the spread, Jets, Bills, Giants. Because I I really think the Jets are going to – if the Raiders defense could give the Dolphins fits in Miami, what is this Jets defense going to do to them in Jersey? Like, you know what I mean? It, it just should be – you get nine and a half points. This should be a game where the Jets come out and look solid. Just at least look solid. Um, the Bills – the only, <laughs> It's hard for me because I, I told you a little while ago I want to give the Philly Eagles their credit that I haven't been giving them, but I do. I think the Bills. I think the Bills kind of. You saw a little, a little fire under their tuchuses over over Brady and everything like that coming in. Joe Brady, that is. And then, I'm sorry, it is still Belichick, and it is still a rookie quarterback who lives at his mom's. Like it's still. <laughs> it's, I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just like I mean. Imagine if Belichick had like a great record, like five and zero with quarterbacks who live with their moms. <laughs> oh, and five bad. He's always beat up rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, like he's always done it. So I, I know that the Giants, you know, with the way they played last week, they should be able to beat the Patriots. Patriots are garbage, but Belichick, he sees Tommy DeVito over there fist pumping, fighting the, you know, beating the beat, and he's like, mm, can't wait to beat that beat. Uh. I am so proud. You just dropped the Jersey Shore reference. On the day before Thanksgiving, that's 10-plus years old, and I, oh, I'm i so proud of you, Levesque. <laughs> I've never. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm going to lose sleep over that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't forget about the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher. Beat that snoring. Beat it up. Beat it up. 518-885-6185. Here's the deal. Family's going to be in town, or you're going to be traveling, right? Family in town, they they might snore. You know, Uncle, Uncle Jerry snores, okay? No one told them to call 518-885-6185. Maybe you're on the you're on the road and you're like, oh God, I'm gonna snore. I'm never gonna hear about the end of it from grandma or whatever. When I was a kid, it was my Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony who my, snores like a buzzsaw. My Uncle no Tony thing. would get in the living room and he's from Philly. Oh, during the game. Oh yeah, he'd go right out uh, of the four o'clock window and me and my cousin would be like, Whoa, look at him. He's snor-. That's me. That's actually me. Like, like so so like this year, if anybody goes over to watch football, I'll tell you what I'll do. Before I get in the recliner. I'll run upstairs, I'll grab my mouthpiece that was custom made for me, and I will wear it so that it'll keep my airway open, and I'll snore less, and you won't have to watch me. You won't think I'm celebrating a play when I stop breathing and flop out of the chair with my sleep apnea. It'll fix all of it. The mouthpiece is key. Keep an eye on everybody. Keep an ear open. If you're snoring, if somebody else is snoring, the sleep apnea, you got to make the call. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa helped me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Scott Mitchell did you solid, Barry Sanders. I'll explain next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
Hey, it's Goss here for Mohawk. Honda, how is your Thanksgiving week coming together? Are you hanging local? Are you moving around some of your sons and daughters, grandkids, whatever it might be? Make sure your vehicle is safe. And if you're like me and you're hitting the road, make sure you have a vehicle ready for that. I love my pilot. My two sons in the back, they're getting ready for Thanksgiving. A safe ride across upstate New York. Mohawk Honda has me ready to go. Now, maybe this is the road trip you're going to realize. Uh, boy. Maybe it's time for a new upgrade. You don't want to have those thoughts in the back of your mind of, is this car safe? Is this car going to get me to point A to point B? Get yourself a new ride today and work with people you can trust during the car buying experience. It's a Mohawk Honda. Looking forward to seeing them coming up on the 28th. Mohawk Honda, everybody over there. Shout out to Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harden, Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, every, Nick, Nate, and Ben on social media. They do a great job to find out the new rides that are on the way. People you want to trust during the Carbine experience this holiday season. I know from experience, I love my pilot. I want you to have that same bragging right about your vehicle this holiday season. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I didn't even see a promo for this, and I'm I'm – I'm happy that there's controversy now. Uh, there is a special coming out on Prime Video. Actually, I think it's already out. It's actually already out. Uh, the Greatest Mystery in Sports History, Bye Bye Barry. So it's the story of Barry Sanders like retiring early. Ooh. I didn't know about it until TMZ and a bunch of other places started talking about Scott Mitchell. So if you don't remember Scott Mitchell, Scott Mitchell was the backup in Miami played really well, got a big contract out of Detroit with the Lions. Um, apparently during this thing, and I'm going to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, a bunch of Detroit fans and others take shots at Scott Mitchell as to why Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. So like uh, Eminem, uh, Jeff Daniels, and then like even Wayne Fonts, kind of, they all take shots at Scott Mitchell. So Scott Mitchell fires back he does he does a radio show i think in utah i think he covers like the utes or something like that now um and he was most recently you probably saw him on biggest losers he got big yeah, and then he, was, he got down and then you know, shout yeah, to him man for going yeah. out there and being vulnerable in the biggest loser scott mitchell yeah and uh you know big dudes carrying 400 pounds around so he, he said quote i am so tired of hearing how i was the reason that barry sanders never won a super bowl i'm so tired of hearing i was not a good qb my only response is bleep you all. That includes Eminem and Jeff Daniels. During the documentary, Wayne Font says he wished he had Joe Montana or Warren Moon, to which Mitchell said, a little support from the coach might have gone a long way. Wayne never had my back. Bottom line, Barry Sanders had everything in Detroit. Everyone loved him. Everything was built for Barry to succeed in his 10-year career. He won one playoff game. And the only reason he didn't win more was everyone else was the problem. He finished with how many yards did Barry have in the playoffs in 94, 95, and 97? I'll give you a hint. Not very many. We are all to blame for not winning a Super Bowl in Detroit, even Barry Sanders. I love Barry Sanders. I love him, yeah. I have a Barry Sanders jersey. It's one of my favorite jerseys I own. The stats he put up at Oklahoma State, legendary Heisman Trophy winner. I'm Team Scott Mitchell here. I love, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was never a Wayne Fonts guy. You know what I mean? Like I just I, I remember watching him on TV. I just never really kind of got him. Uh, Bobby Ross was there towards the end of the career too. But but Scott Mitchell, like you paid the dude. That's on you. And I don't. 
Barry Sanders was so exciting to watch because he would run backwards as many times as he ran forwards. I actually got to interview him once, and I, I, it took everything I had not to ask, why'd you retire early? Everybody already asked that. I asked him, when you watch modern games, and this was during the Arizona Super Bowl, when you watch like modern games and you see the tackling, how many yards would you have a game? He put this smile just erupted on his face, and he went three, four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first person to ask him that. But like, I didn't know this was out there, and like you said, I love Barry Sanders. If Scott Mitchell doesn't absolutely erupt over this, and and to your point, rightfully so, bleep you, Eminem. Um, I would love to be just quoted once in an Eminem song. Um, I, I wouldn't have known about it. So it's a good thing that Scott Mitchell freaked out or or replied at all. Cause any and it's very Pippin-esque, but Pippin, I felt like Pippin kind of took offense, you know, more with less with less blame. I get where you're going with the Pippin thing. That that becomes the storyline of the documentary or the story and the storylines of is it too biased towards Jordan and everything else. Here's what I'm starting to learn a little bit about sports documentaries. Documentaries, these focuses on athletes and teams are far better than movies. Like it's been a long time since a really good sports movie came out. Maybe like one or two in the last 15 years because documentaries is where it's strong. But this is what I've learned. Netflix, Amazon, Apple. Those aren't exactly sports-centric number right. one first when it comes to the streaming platforms. And what I've noticed is they want a little bit more drama. Oh, yeah. They want a good guy and a bad guy. They want They want to play like an entertainment or a pop culture story. Maybe sometimes more than the truth. So that's my fear of watching this now. The Four Letter Network, our friends at Fox, I think about the Madden documentary that came out and how the odd timing of his passing, Coach Madden, and how that came together. That felt like a true documentary. I'm Team Scott Mitchell. I can change my opinion after I watch it, though. Maybe he's yeah. being sensitive, but guess what? Now I'm interested. I'm even more interested to watch this because of these headlines. I just like that he called out both Eminem and Jeff Daniels. <laughs> like Marshall Mathers and... Um, I don't remember which one he was of Dumb and Dumber. Uh, <laughs> Lloyd Christmas? Well, Lloyd, I think Lloyd was Carrie. Yeah. I, um, I can't think of the other guy's name. But, like, I just, like, if you're going to call anybody out, you call it out Eminem, you know there's a rap coming about you. And it's going to be bad. Like, it's going to be that like, you're fat, you suck, um, and a million other things. It's going it's it's, it's to be hurtful. But you went, you, you, you took the hit. You know, just, you stood in the pocket, you delivered the pass. And you're about to take the rib shot. It's coming. Uh, and he just he dove right into it. What's more likely to happen? Like some controversies, some fights between Daniels, Scott Mitchell, and Eminem, or a brawl, excitement, uh, let's call it hot, some fire this upcoming <laughs> month, and then next month we're talking about the oh, oh Yeah, see, you see that yeah, little transition there? I see what you're saying. There? I see what you're Shout saying. out to our you friends. You forced it a bit. You I forced know, it a bit. And I only had two minutes, so I had to yeah. get into it quick. Uh, the Albany <laughs> Fire Wolves. The Albany Fire Wolves get their season started back at the MVP Arena on Saturday, December 9th. We know the shopping weekend's on the way, so if you're looking for Albany Fire Wolves gear, check out their website. What a great way to start the holiday season. Get some Fire Wolves gear for the home games coming up. All those great things happening whether the Firewolves are going to see the game Can't in attendance, wait. follow them on social media at ALB Firewolves. ALB Firewolves. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and more. Get fired up for the Albany Firewolves. Levesque, throughout November, December, and leading up to the season, we're happy to have the Firewolves as a part of our show going forward. Wednesdays at 345 is our target. So if you're a fan of lacrosse, 
all those great things happening across the board. We're going to have some updates for the Firewolves throughout the season. Albany Firewolves, not too long. They'll be getting everything started at MVP Arena. Absolutely. It's so much fun to watch. If you haven't seen box lacrosse before, it is is so fast. It's so high scoring. It's a great time. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Love that the roommates are getting in there and having at it. Um, I, I told you my dream is to work so closely with them that we, like, we share the spotlight so much that like at the end of their season, you, so I, wanna, I want somebody to make this. It's a it's a fire wolf running, and then it morphs into a bird, Ooh. and a fire bird takes over. That's my that's my dream is to work so well with the fire wolves that we just we collaborate and become one fire creature and just take down the the NLL and the AFL. We just take them both down, and then we celebrate. that we have a parade together? Let's go Firewolves. Very happy for you. Top 404 coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's time for the Top 404 with LeVac and Gaz. <laughs> Drumsticks, please. All of them, please. I want them all with gravy and extra trip to fans. It's time for the Top 404. It's brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what is the fourth biggest story? Let's talk a little NBA, a little hoops here, just because of a theory we got from our guy. I believe it was... Uh, Jesse, it was Jesse on Twitter who offered this up. The NBA continues to roll on. On Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, you get the Heat and the Knicks in the in-season tournament. Levac, just because you and I are such non-fans of this, we're not fans of it at all, Jesse suggested, guys, what if they did this like college basketball? Like, we've been bumped by the Maui Invitational the last two days. But the Maui Invitational is all over the place. Noon, two, midnight, all... So, and you and I don't have a problem with in-season college basketball tournaments. To Jesse's point, for the NBA to have this be more successful, why don't they change the tip-off times to have it throughout the day, like college basketball? It's the best thought I've seen on social media. What do you make of Jesse suggested that maybe the next time this happens, make it feel more like college basketball with these scattered tip-off times? I, the problem, The problem that I have with it as a whole is, I mean, the biggest problem is the fact that when you make like the knockout round, you're gonna play extra games. So like the the college ranks, you know there's a chance that one team's gonna play 25, one's gonna play 30. One, you know, I mean, you know, you know that there's differences out there. You know, there's differences in a lot of play. Like some play, some have, you know, the the conference playoff, the championship, all these things. So like it's already built into the structure. It's not supposed to be part of the structure of the NBA. It's 82 games. That's how you make you play. And whoever wins the most of those A2 games is number one seed. And then you go in the playoffs, whoever wins that, that's that's what happens. I don't like any of it. If you're going to do it, do it to start the season, go all in on it, and then uh, maybe you can take, like, if let's say the Knicks win it, right? So they play three extra games. Maybe you go down their schedule and you take three off the back end or something like that. Or, or you make them, if needed, games, like playoffs almost. I, just, I, I can't. I, I appreciate him trying to make sense of it all. I appreciate him looking for a solution. I think the number one solution for me is just to keep complaining about it. Jesse, we appreciate you offering up that idea. All I'll say to this is it goes back to what it was months ago that the reason this is happening is because the NBA's television contracts are coming up and they're trying to appease their television partners. To and say, Vegas. And Vegas. Right. Yeah, Vegas too. Like, hey, this is an idea for you to continue to spend with us. Here's how we've made our product better. Rather than guys sitting out and not getting the ratings that you want or what you told your sponsors that this would be the rating it would hit because Steph Curry, I don't pick on Steph Curry, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie, Durant, Harden, that these guys would play and they didn't. 
here's what's to appease you. It's a nice idea, but I don't think they're really interested in a noon tip-off for your Thanksgiving. That's hey, not what they Vegas, want. Whoever we give you, look, people are going to care because it's Vegas. I might take a little heat here for putting this as low as three in the top four at four, but college basketball is going on. Again, for the third time, the Maui Invitational. Syracuse got beat a few times, but you can listen to Syracuse tonight. Uh, WGY, our sister station, 8.30 the coverage gets underway tonight. 9.30 tip-off out in Hawaii, 9.30 Eastern. That's when you can hear it. But I kind of want to look forward to a game coming up on Sunday. Levac, you and I are still scheduled 11-1, Rivers Casino and Resort. We'll preview some NFL action and more. But also going on Sunday here locally is the Albany Cup. The mm. UAlbany Great Danes taking on Siena. I put it at three here, Levac. Maybe most weekends we could argue this could be the number one story locally. I feel like it's down this year because both teams are just struggling so early this season. I honestly, like... I haven't seen. I think it's part of the whole cutting the cord thing. I haven't seen as much about it. Like I was, I forgot a little bit about it because I'm so in on U Albany football right now. Um, and then I was at Stewart's and I saw it on the thing. I'm like, oh god, that's it's here. I think it's down a little bit because people are now aware of the fact that the trophy itself is your athletic cup. It's the the Albany Cup is actually Gaz's cup. It's his it's his jocks that's his jocks not, That's not what it is. So uh, he did paint it. He painted it gold though. So. I think it's gonna be really. I think it's gonna be really nice. It's small. It's very tiny, um, but it'll, it should work. Oh, you know what? It's before the vacation. I'll have a little fun with this. Uh, to my own question, yes, both teams are struggling. <laughs> That's why it's taking a little bit of excitement off of it because Sienna can't score right now. Uh, Kevin Sweeney, our guy from Sports Illustrated, I loved his quote about Sienna about hey, what's going on with the Saints? He goes, well, I've heard from people I talk to that they're calling the Saints a daycare because they're so young. I don't know what else you can do with that. Like, that's how young this team is for the Saints. As for Albany, they've had so many transfers and coaching changes and everything. It's hard for that program to figure out who the impact players are on that side of it. Did you see Mark Singlace battling with our pal D. Scott on Twitter yesterday? A little bit. A little bit. I got to admit, it's Singlace. Oh, I see. Your okay. stuff has been great. I, you have a fantastic. Oh, I, 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 this I month, agree. This month. I like, agree. It's some of his better stuff. He's been a lot more positive lately. And funny. But the, the he took kind of a negative tone with this story. I will. I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. You beat I'm me gonna, to it. Go I'm going to. I'm going to do. I'm. You salty dog. You. Me. You. You love this because. Let's be honest. Sienna basketball should be on a sports station. And somebody in the other room from me right now who I'm looking at who's also on the microphone worked his ass off to get them on this station. And I'll say it. Some some below board moves may have happened that that didn't allow that. He they should have been here. They should have been here. They should have been here. All I'll say is this to that comment. Uh, to not get myself in trouble. I'll say this. I'll say it. I felt very vindicated by Mark Singlace and fellow sports fans. I don't usually... Levac. I think you were proud of me last night. Because usually when there's a little bit of chaos on social media, I watch and then send them to you and say, look what I'm watching tonight. And I pour myself a nice tall one and say, oh, this is going to be fun tonight. Oh, Gaz, Gazi, was the, Gaz was the Kermit sipping tea meme all last night. Oh, but I got in. Got the old claws out. I said, you're right, Mark Singlace. Ever told you how smart you are. And then our boy, D. Scott, diving right in. There I am sending out memes. So, yeah, look, I felt a little vindicated yesterday that people are taking heat of where Sienna is. To I don't – look, that, 
That's not me saying that. That is social media. <laughs> that is not Levac and guys making stuff up. People are realizing, huh, that's a little odd. That's a little strange. That's I honestly, I'll go back I, to sipping my tea now. I don't even, like, I wouldn't care if I didn't know how. And, and some people who, I, I, there were people who worked very hard on both sides to make it work over here. That's the only reason I care. I don't care. Like, I, if I've got, I've got a phone and everything. I can see where and when it's going to play. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'll tune in. If I want to tune in, I'll tune in. If I want to go, I'll go. But like when I know how hard people work to try and make that happen, that makes me because you did you worked very hard on that, and it's one of the few things I've actually seen you put effort into. So, all right, back to normal now. Story number two. <laughs> that's where we need to be. That's exactly. Right. See uh, how if I if I didn't throw the insult in, guys would have been, would have been like, oh yeah, you are the best, and then we would have to hug. Yes, we would have. <laughs> uh, college football. If you're a fan of the Egg Bowl, you know it's on Thanksgiving. Let's go. So if you want to fire off an over for the Egg Bowl, just out of tradition, right? she's right? coming down though. The over and under in the I think it, I think it opened like 60-something. It's down to 50s now. It's so much that fun. That makes me nervous. Firing off an egg bowl over. That is 7 o'clock on Thursday. Also, right here, if you missed it earlier in the show, we've got some college football for you on Friday. It's going to be ahead of us. TCU and Oklahoma, that Big 12 Friday game. Tons of action. Always a lot of fun. That's almost a LeVac and Goss tradition. On that day after Thanksgiving, we're preempted by Big 12 football. But we've got that on OFX uh, coming up. On Friday, and then you say preemptive. I say I'm still in a coma, not going to make it over here. Syracuse football plays at one o'clock, two o'clock kickoff, one o'clock pregame on WGY, two o'clock kickoff. U Albany, a bye week. Yeah, sitting back and watching. Ithaca, Cortland, Union, all playing in the Sweet 16 of the D3 college football playoffs. Shout out to Union as an at-large bid, getting that win over Delaware Valley. And it feels like I'm just stalling because I'm not talking about the big game of the weekend. The game. Not Stanford, Cal. Ohio State, Michigan. Ah. We can talk about this now unless you want to give, or later, Ohio State, Michigan later. If we want to give some love to UAlbany, our coach can do so win the awards. Let's go go UAlbany here. And then, um, because I can't bet on UAlbany. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about (laughs) Michigan uh, during play of the day at the end of the show. Uh, Love, love, love that this team is getting the respect it deserves, that Gattuso is getting the respect he deserves, coach of the year for the CAA. Um, I've heard, I have no way to substantiate this in any way. Uh Uh-oh, Jeffy Scoops? I have no way to substantiate this in any way. And I did reach out to certain people, and they they told me that if I want to talk to them, I'll talk to them in person and stop pretending I'm important because I'm named a president. (laughs) Um, I've heard that, Mr. Gattuso, Coach Gattuso, is one of the names that is on the list to replace your boy, Dino Babers. Whoa! I don't know how high on that list he is. And he again, he won't talk to me unless I, unless I take the time to come see him in person at this point. I think somebody's feeling himself that he's Coach of the Year. Um, but yeah, no, I've heard from a couple different people I know that he's his name has at least been mentioned as somebody they need to take a look at. That makes too much sense for someone who recruited Aaron Donald. Jared Verse for somebody at the FCS level who has his team ranked however you want to say the rankings are. Fifth, seventh, twelfth. It's an odd place. In- well, fifth seed. Right, fifth it's seed. Week. I would say if you're the fifth seed, you should be ranked fifth now that we're in the postseason. So you've got a team in upstate New York. Let's not make that the argument on this. <laughs> upstate New York, ranked fifth in the country, who has the leader in the FCS in passing yards, who can enter the portal if he wants to. We've already seen how the portal's affected you, Albany, who has a pipeline to Pennsylvania and New York recruits. It makes a ton of sense what you're hearing that he would get a call from an FBS program, especially one 
with an opening. I wouldn't be shocked if his name popped up for Cornell. Like Cornell, I believe, is looking mm. for a head coach in their Ivy League. And all the things I just said about Syracuse would match which, what which Cornell is would closer. be looking. Oh, gosh. One's Ithaca, one's Syracuse. I would say the difference between those two from Albany has got to be less than an hour, though. All right. Well, I don't. I don't want. I don't want my friend to leave at all. But if he does, I want him to go to the one that's closer. Oh. And then, or I'll go with him to Syracuse and live your dream. <laughs> that's that's hurtful. It's the holiday season. I'm I'm moving on. I'll send I'm, you a hat. <laughs> story number one is Thanksgiving action. It is week twelve of the NFL, and again, you can join us. Rivers Casino, 11 to 1. Woo, woo. That's where we're going to be, even though it's Thanksgiving week. You can join us there. Packers and Lions, Commanders and Cowboys. Oh, my. You can hear that game right here. You missed it. 4 o'clock coverage, 430 kick. Commanders, Cowboys right here on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. 49ers, Seahawks closes out the night. Friday, Dolphins and Jets. And then get into the Sunday action. The Giants and the Patriots on our sister station picks 106. The Bills and the Eagles in that 430 window. LeVac, we've got a lot of football. And Monday night, of course, Bears and Vikings. This is a great time to be a football fan like it always is. But when you get Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday NFL action across this holiday weekend, you really can't beat it. Can't beat it. Not even with a stick, I, I've heard. Um, very cool stuff. I'm, I'm excited. This is this is the the most fun to be had. I actually um, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they were introducing me to a new person that will be part of our group in some way, shape, or form. And uh, they go, oh, what are you, to this new person, they go, oh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I went, I don't need to know you. And I walked away. <laughs> I was like, and like, everybody's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, I didn't come back. Uh, I still have not talked to that person again. That was two days ago. Good. Um, I, I just, come on. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hills you want to, you might want to die on. That's not the one, man. It's Thanksgiving. It's turkey. Come on now. Everybody love turkey. Figure out your viewing patterns for Thanksgiving. That's what I've learned here over the viewing last few patterns. years. Like for me. Screens. I got it. There you go. The screens like. You might have to concede at the in-law or the grandparents, like maybe early in the day, the kids might think they're getting cartoons or something or some type of like parade situation and all. All right. Uh, check out the screen over here. Put the kids to bed a little well, parade's early. That's right. Parade's early. That's right. right. Parade done. Yeah. Santa Claus comes to town. Uh-huh. And then football. That's right. Football, Bobby Boucher. That's what's up. That's why I have two living rooms. I've actually turned a dining room into a living room just for that occasion. Uh, all right. That is the top four of four. It was brought to you by Mohawk Honda. Uh, right now, I'll tell you about... Um, actually, I sent I sent my guy Ben over to Elevation 10,000 today to pick up some stuff. Oh, okay. Always working with Elevation. He was Ben had a jacket he wanted to have the Firebirds logo on. So I call over. Hey, you guys okay with taking care of this? Like, absolutely. You know, we'll put it on your bill. Um, but, you know, it's you get quality stuff done. It's all done by the same people. It's beautiful. I love it. So whatever I've needed... To elevate the brand of the Firebirds, they've been there for us the whole time. They're still working with us on the uh, Levac and God's merch page. They're they're um I, they're a big part of making sure everybody knows that the Firewolves season is about to get underway. Like Elevation Ten Thousand is secretly and not so secretly behind the scenes and in front of everybody, making sure they're elevating brands and getting the message out for a bunch of different people. Ben will understand this, and maybe younger listeners, or if you're an uncle or a grandpa or a dad, and you don't understand the impact of social media and graphics and banners and marketing. Oh my. Ben at the Firebirds is a great example of look at this audience I'm connecting you with. Look at what a signing means. When this gets out on the internet, you're going to find out exactly what your business is doing. Your holiday season, let's say you're a small business right now or a medium sized business. What social media posts are you putting up to engage with your audience during the holiday break? What are you showing to your audience to make sure they're coming back to find out a message? Now, those two questions I'm going to set it. Now you feel guilt like, oh no. <laughs> 
I didn't do any of those things. If you're starting to fall short this holiday season, you're not getting your message out the way you want. This is another opportunity to reach out to Elevation 10,000. Those things like social media posts, those things like SEO, making sure your name is on the top of customers' minds this holiday season. If you're starting to drop the ball a little bit, Elevation 10,000 is who you want to work for to make sure it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. I mean, seriously, elevate your brand today. Go to elevation10k.com, elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. Fantasy versus reality next right here on LeVac and Goddess, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Stupid, 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 stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods. Time for fantasy versus reality is brought to you by our good friends over at Hooters. Gotta love. Some hooters for football. The Orange Roof has always been good to us. Uh, beer specials during football going on. Uh, it's $3.99 for uh, drafts of Miller Lite, Coors Light, $4.99 drafts of Sam Adams and Sam Seasonal. Um, I went the extra play. You joined me and went the extra play. You, you put your big boy pants on. We both picked four in last week's instead of three. I went three and one. I, for the second consecutive week, Thought I had a tie, but I got it to hit. Let's go. Three and one for me as well. Thank you, Joshua Dobbs, for getting me to three and one as well. So I am 24 and 10 on the season for the reality. Gaz now in the starting to win. 15, 14, and 5. Woo! So uh so you're you 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 finally you're not a loser, but you're still not beating me. You won the week before. You we tied this week, so you get to choose who goes first. Remember, I pick against the spread. Um, I'm uh, I'm using um, the FanDuel app today just because that's what I had open when we started the break, and that's what I'm going to use. Uh, you go with fantasy football players against their projected total, a half-point PPR. If you're less than a point, you count it as a tie. Hooters, shout-out to all the things going on under the orange roof, whether it's great wing specials, drink specials, and more. If you're looking for a place, especially with maybe some friends and family in town, Take them under the orange roof. Have a great time. LeVac and I always have a wonderful time watching football action from Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday. Our spot is Hooters on Wolf Road. I just realized I'm sitting here over this like tail on my throat. I'm like, what am I going to do about this? I've had a bottle of water sitting here all the time. Uh, LeVac, explain the rules. I'm starting with a quarterback position. Also, factor in, this is a maybe an earlier way we look at these lines. Who cares? I'm taking it right now. Lock it. it in. 13th best quarterback ranked this week in half-point PPR leagues, according to Yahoo. I'm stunned by this number. That's Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had a nice fantasy performance last week. How about a passing touchdown to rushing touchdowns? Now, I wonder if they're not giving him enough love for this. This is Lawrence again, one more time, 13th best quarterback this week. Lawrence's number is 16.05. I'm not going to round it up. I'm not going to round it down. I want it exactly at 16.05. The Texans, as exciting as they've been this season, have allowed the eighth most fantasy points to quarterbacks so far this season. So you're telling me Trevor Lawrence in a battle for what could be the top team in the AFC South? Is it this the game, not counting the postseason, the most pressure on him so far in his career as a Jags quarterback? I know we had the great comeback win last year against the Chargers and everything else, but this is a big game in the history of Trevor Lawrence's career, the golden boy, the hair, everything else. He wants to show he's the best quarterback in the AFC South because now there's already a question with the young career of C.J. Stroud. Give me Lawrence to beat his number of 16.05 against Houston. 
this weekend. All right, I, I you know I like that. I, I I'm a big uh, big T Law fan. Uh, it's good to see you on his side this week, which means you'll hate him next week. Uh, my number one, <laughs> we're gonna start. My number one doesn't look like a number one. The second game on Thanksgiving, the Washington Commanders travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys opens a ten and a half point. I think a nine and a half point favorite. A lot of places they're up to twelve and a half points. People piling on the boys. Total of 48 and a half. As I'm breaking down this game and how I was looking at it, I started thinking, okay, anytime touchdown scores, love CeeDee Lamb, love the tight end Jake Ferguson. Um, you know, I could see maybe one of the backs, maybe Tony Pollard getting in for, for them boys. And I was like, uh, definitely like Brian Robinson for, for Washington. I was like, wait a minute, that's the only one I really like. So that's telling me I like the Cowboys in this game, right? But what it really is telling me I like is I like points. I like lots of points. I think when you are sitting there watching the second game, maybe you did the early dinner. Maybe you're just maybe you're at the table and you're you're giving yourself a wrenched neck looking over the shoulder to see the game. I think you're gonna see a lot of scoring. There's gonna be a lot of points in this game. This one, these guys are gonna earn those drumsticks, they're gonna earn that trip to Fancoma. Give me the over of 48 and a half Cowboys Commanders. On Turkey Day. Nothing better than points when everyone's just hanging out, oh, enjoying yeah. themselves, action on a th- Yes. I'm root I'm rooting for that to hit, even though we're competing against each other. Selfishly, I mean, it's not I really was- a competition anymore. I'm coming back. And it starts with picks like this at the running back position. <laughs> we just have to admit sometimes that when you play fantasy football and you have a favorite team, sometimes those opinions clash a little bit. And this is a perfect example of this. I'm talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneer running back. Rashad White. Now, look, if you told me what I thought about him, I would tell you preseason that he stunk, <laughs> that he's only there because the Buccaneers aren't going to be very good and they're rebuilding. They're going to look towards the draft to bring somebody else in. And remember back in August, my guy, Sean Tucker, who was considered in the fall of 2022 as a third to fifth round pick, was going to take carries away from White. It looked like that was going to be a thing. It's not a thing. It's not. And White's pretty good especially fantasy football-wise. He's a better fantasy football player than maybe an actual football player. What do I mean by that? How about double-digit performances in Week 7, 8, 9, 10, 11? He has been an awesome fantasy football player in half-point PPR leagues. So let's keep it rolling. Let's see if he can go six consecutive weeks with a double-digit performance out of the backfield. He ranks 14th according to half-point PPR projections, and his number this week is 12.91. We'll put it at 12.2. We'll round it up for White here. He gets the Colts defense, the Buccaneers do, who've allowed the fourth most fantasy football points to running backs so far this season. You give me a sixth straight week of double digits and a Buccaneer team who needs this hit somehow is still in contention for the South Division Championship. This one's on White. I like his number. I think he beats it against Indianapolis this weekend. If you can see here on my notes, guys, I circled the games I was thinking about, and I circled Tampa Bay plus two and a half, but my only note was... Tampa Bay isn't that bad, dot, 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 right? So I decided not to pick <laughs> oh, that game. Uh, I moved on to Black Friday. You got the Miami Dolphins laying nine and a half points at Jet Life Stadium against the Jets, total of 41. Here's the deal. The Miami Dolphins have one of the fastest teams you've ever seen on offense. Like, Al Davis is in the grave right now as the former Raiders owner going, why didn't we get all, like, this is us. Like, this is what we do. You know, go deep, dude. What's up? Uh, And the truth is, they're really good. And they could very easily cover this nine and a half against the Jets 
with the firepower they have. However, Tyreek Hill is banged up. Uh, Devon Achen, he's 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 banged up again. This team just got the hands put to him by the Raiders. The Raiders beat him up. They could only beat the Raiders by a touchdown. They probably should have lost that game if if Aiden O'Connell was just a little bit more experienced or the Raiders had you know a good a good like Pro Bowl style quarterback. That being said, the Jets defense is light years better than the Raiders defense. At home, spotlight game, Black Friday, first ever Black Friday game in the history of the NFL. The Jets will cover the number. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Yeah, the this is this is the Jets plus nine and a half all day every day. Gosh, that was my favorite play of the weekend <laughs> because of all the storylines you laid out. Because how back in the summer everyone loved the Jets. Now they're hopping off. That's a perfect. I'm sure their their offense has boil, but it, it should be okay. My final play here. This is going to be an awesome one on Thursday night between the 49ers and the Seahawks. My second favorite play if I was wagering on games would be the Seahawks and the 49ers because you get the 12th man. That game is in Seattle. Like, I want to triple check to make sure that game is in front of the 12th man. The NFL decided to make that happen. Okay. Now, Geno Smith got benched, hurt, injured. Do we really know what happened last week for the Seattle Seahawks in that matchup? We know Geno Smith didn't play and Drew Locke got on the field. Well, I don't know what's going to happen Sunday night, except that the crowd's going to be wild in that game. Remember Doug Baldwin? Angry Doug Baldwin? Angry Doug Baldwin. Are we going to get an angry Tyler Lockett on Sunday night? Because whoever's throwing him the football, Lockett can be the difference for that offense, especially with San Francisco 49er defense. Really tough up front. Give me Lockett 9.99. In a matchup with the 49ers, who have allowed the eighth most fantasy football points to wide receivers this season, Remember to be careful about that stat involving the Niners, too, because when you see really good teams giving up a lot of points to wide receivers and quarterbacks, how much of that percentage is in garbage time when you know they're going to throw the football because they're trailing so much in the game? I'm willing to get that. I'm willing to find out. Tyler Lockett, I've battled all a second Twitter battle I'm referencing today. Uh, people used to say that I underrated Tyler Lockett. You know what? Happy Thanksgiving. You better not screw this up or I'll see you stink again, Tyler Lockett. 9.9 is the number against the Niners. I'm taking the over. I don't know if I misheard. I thought you said Sunday night a couple times, and you had me freaking out. I was looking at the wrong stuff. Did I say Thir- Sunday night? Thursday night. I thought you night. did. I Thursday thought you, you night. Might, maybe, Thursday. I just, maybe it was me. Maybe I heard it. But if it's you w- did, it's Thursday night. Just so everybody knows. Thanksgiving night. Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, the Sunday night game. I was actually like looking at that. I, I you know, because probably the play I'm going to make. Because like I look through all the games, and there's a lot of things I like. There's a lot of teams that I like. I don't know why I've become. William Shatner. I like the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Eddie Faulkner is going to focus on Najee Harris getting in the end zone. I I like your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like the Buffalo Bills. There's only one team I like playing a team I hate. And if I can do a little haterade at the end with supporting a team that I believe is one of the best teams in the NFL, well then who am I to get in the way of my hatred? I have to embrace the hate just like the dark side of the force. And that is why, my friends, my third and final pick for fantasy versus reality is part of this game. The Baltimore Ravens laying three and a half points at the Los Angeles Frauds. I'm sorry, Chargers. Total of 46 and a half points. Frauds, 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 frauds. The Chargers are a joke. The Ravens are legit. I know they don't have Mark Andrews. I know everybody is still talking about the, the version of Lamar Jackson who can't throw outside the numbers. 
that's not the dude you're dealing with anymore. He's not great at it, but he can do it, and he can do it well enough to beat a fraudulent team in the Los Angeles Chargers who, by the way, they won't really have great home field advantage because they never do. I don't know how well Ravens fans travel. I believe they probably go in a flock or or an unkindness. But I think this is a game that you got to love the Ravens. Minus three and a half points. Give me Baltimore over the Los Angeles fraudulent Chargers. Ooh, it's time to recap now, right? Uh, let's go. All right, I'm going to go backwards here. Wide receiver. Again, half point PPR leaks projected by a guy who's trying to get over on these plays. And if you're a weekly fantasy player, put these in your lineup as well. Tyler Lockett, 9.99. I'm not rounding it up. I think it's funny that that's the number against the 49ers on Thanksgiving night. That's a Thursday, Thanksgiving night. <laughs> running back, 12.2 is the number for Rashad White, the running back for the Buccaneers as they take on the Colts. And the quarterback position, Trevor Lawrence, 16.05. I'm not moving the line. I think it's funny it's in the middle. What happened to these <laughs> lines this week? It's odd. Anyways, Lawrence taking that over as he gets to the Texans in their matchup in Week 12. Uh, for reality, I got you I, like, basically a game every day. That's what I did for you. I spread it out. I, like, I just, just like I will my meals, as in I'll spread them out and eat them all uh, very quickly. First things first, on Thanksgiving tomorrow, I've got the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Washington Commanders over 48.5 points. Black Friday, Jets will cover the 9.5 points against the Dolphins. And then on Sunday, Ravens at Chargers. Ravens laying three and a half, lay 12. I don't care. You will annihilate the frauds. Brandon Staley, somebody dropped a couple boxes off in your office for you. Before you leave for the game on Sunday, just go ahead and put all your stuff in those because you're out. You're done. I don't root for people to be fired, but I can recognize when it's coming. You, my friend, hit the bricks. You done. You done done. Bye-bye. Peace See out. Ya. See ya. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of see ya, how about those uh, – how about this – those, uh, those those mice that were hiding in your attic, yeah, they're out of there. Thanks huh? to our friends over at USX Pest Control. Not a creature was stirring except for two mice until Victor from USX Pest Control got to the Goslowski Manor and took him out. Yeah, we got it right. We got it. it. We got it into the show. We told you we would. There's Shout out to Victor today. He stopped by my home. He, as Levac said, found those mice and my children and my wife weren't screaming up on a chair yelling. I would have been out there trying to swing around with a baseball bat, but I don't need to do that. USX Pest Control came. They didn't save my marriage. I see what you're about. To, my marriage is fine. US, 100%. 100%. USX Pest Control can help you this holiday season if you're having visitors come over or th whatever it is. Into December, make sure your home is safe. It's one free inspection. Call them. Shout out to Kristen, who's doing a great job setting those appointments, and now Victor and Frank and Tim, the whole team over there at USX Pest Control. 100%. I mean, they, listen, here's what they do. Free inspection, usxpest.com, saved Gaza's marriage, uh, saved his house from from mice. You know, they, that's what they do. And they know the signs. They know how to find them, and they know how to get rid of them. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to share the number right now, LeVac, because Dude, that's how won't. great they're. 855-761-1550. Put it on your phone. As a reminder, hit the rewind button if you're listening on demand on the podcast side. Call them. Make it a part of your holiday to-do list. USX okay. Pest Control for a free inspection to build that platinum package, the plan for the future, 855-761-1550. That's USX Pest Control. Very, very good. All right, so we, I mean, that's fantasy versus reality, but we still have play of the day, which basically is going to be us talking college football. Uh, that's coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.
Hey, it's back from Mohawk Chevrolet. The holidays are here, and the timing is perfect to shop for great deals at Mohawk Chevrolet with over 140 new vehicles on the lot ready for you. And in honor of this season of giving, they're offering red tag specials on select Silverado and Equinox models. Uh, the dropping temperatures are also a reminder to winterize your vehicle so you can continue to safely navigate the roads. I know uh, last night I was out and about in the snow. ScarJo did a great job. She's phenomenal, but also because I make sure that I bring her in for maintenance whenever it's scheduled. I got a great team over there. My man, my man, Mr. Duncan, what's up? He takes care of it for me. Travis Warren, the GM. Amazing people, amazing stuff going on. These red tag specials are just that special. And as always, they buy cars too at Mohawk Chevrolet. Take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer even if you decide not to buy your new vehicle from mohawk chevrolet together let's drive we've got it covered this season from buying selling service mohawk chevrolet is your one-stop shop where they always go out of their way to please you it's levac and gaz on the voice of the capital region sports fan fox sports 95.9 and 980 Time for the play of the day, which is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive a Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. I just heard that somewhere. Um, that was you. Was it me? Oh, Our jump. I'm pretty good. I like me. Oh, she she did great. She did great. You know what, dude? Do you have, because um, you've got the Honda from Mohawk Honda, uh, the pilot. There's a button on the end of my uh, windshield wiper, my, my, my directional, that it looks like it's the auto light button. But you already have auto lights that go on and off with the dark. This is for high beams. So anytime she doesn't sense a car in front of her and it's dark and it's nasty out, she clicks the high beams on if you have that button pushed. So I'm yelling. At, I pulled over because I couldn't figure it out. I had to pull over and I'm yelling. I'm, it was our first fight. Scar Joe and I, my Silverado, my Black Widow. <laughs> we were our first fight because with the snow, the high beams are bad for you because you can't, it reflects the light back. So I'm yelling at her. I go, why are you doing this to me? And like, thank God nobody drove by. They would have thought I was out of my mind. Uh, I finally figured out it's the button on the end there. Because uh, I thought that was for um, my fog lights. But no, it was the, it, it's auto high beams. I had no idea that was a feature. No, nor, did I. <laughs> nor, I, I, nor did I. Yeah. <laughs> I usually get in an argument with people who want to drive the pilot about the auto on-off situation. Because I'm not an auto person. I just uh, need to turn them on. You do? Always. always. I Listen, I wouldn't even, if I got an old vehicle that didn't do that for you, I probably wouldn't have headlights on for like a mile before I realized. It, oh, gosh. It, it just does, she she does that, she does, like a, like, like a good, beautiful, uh, strong, independent woman as she is, Scar Joe, my, my Black Widow Silverado, she does it all for me. Uh, all right, so time for play of the day, which basically, let's do this, let's talk about some college football. We talked a lot of NFL. What games are you looking at this weekend? And I will, uh, I you know, I'll finish, I'll tell you about the only game that matters. Fun and not fun. Okay. If you want to have fun, if you're somebody, and this is what we always want to talk about in the By play. the way, we uh, play each other in fantasy football this week. I just saw it. Oh. <laughs> Time for Levaction's taking on the fighting Peppa Pigs. Yeah, Rachel, our friend over at GY and Kiss, was telling me how bad my team is, and I had no comeback, and I've got my butt kicked by the Peppa Pigs this year, my first year in the league involving our station. You know what? Off of that topic, back to the fun. If you want to have fun and you're a casual wager, if you listen to this segment and you always think, these guys talk about the play of the day thanks to Mohawk Chevy, this is a fun one to play. Thursday night, Old Miss versus Mississippi State. Okay. Take the over. We are going to probably always be team over on the Egg Bowl because this is a later game. 
You can have fun with college football if you're a casual fan. The offenses are known to air it out a little bit. RIP to the pirate Mike Leach, who used to love to air it out in the Egg Bowl. But Mississippi State has a new head coach on the way in 2024. These kids, I'm going to go with the kid reference here, are going to do everything they can to put on a show for potentially their next school that is in Mississippi State, while Old Miss and Lane Kiffin wants to pound their rival. Over in the Egg Bowl, under in Iowa, Nebraska, my gosh, LeVac, <laughs> I know my context has been giving me some issues over the past few days. Maybe I should stop poking myself in the eye. That'd be a good start, yeah. Iowa won the Big Ten West. Am I seeing this correct? This says 25 and a half as the over-under, which would be the lowest college football <laughs> game in FBS history. This is listed at 25 and a half. The game is in Lincoln. We have to do it again. I read a stat. I yep. believe it's 8-0. Eight no Iowa is with all games that are registered at under thirty. They've hit the under eight times. Let's go nine for nine. Yeah. My notes open twenty nine and a half. It's been bet down to twenty five and a half. Under in Iowa, Nebraska. <laughs> Those are my two plays right now that jump out to me. And I'd love to watch that Oregon State Oregon game. I know the Beavers. I keep rolling with them. They had a chance against Washington. A two touchdown favorite Oregon is in that game. Gosh, and by the way, they open the, at seven and a half. Good gosh, you got to take the Beavers with the points, I would think. But I feel far more confident in the over/under fun plays there in those two game in comparison to the other top twenty-five matchups. I will concede now to you. We've got a bet for Michigan Ohio State involving our sales manager Chris Pettigrasso here, who's a big-time Ohio State fan. I um, I will tell you, I like the over in the Oregon Oregon State game. I okay, will, I'll, I'll I'll dabble there. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, here's the deal: Michigan is hosting. Ohio State open as a one-point favorite. They're now three-and-a-half-point favorite because it's Michigan versus the world. We've been wronged. You tried to take our leader away. He's probably going to leave and go coach the Raiders or the Bears anyway. But uh, So they're going to rally the troops. They're going to go out there. Ryan Day is going to slip and slide home in his own tears. That's that's what this is going to come down to. Three-and-a-half points? Yes, please. I'm in. I'm going to take the, the Michigan Wolverines all day. The wager that has been presented to me in building – from this gentleman, you say is the sales manager. I have a, I, I, I'll, I'll take your word. I don't, uh, I don't know that. Um, by the way, if you'd like to advertise Levac Gaz, Chris Pettigrasso, uh, <laughs> he wanted what he wanted to do originally is he wanted if if Ohio State somehow beat the Wolverines, he wanted me to have to drive ScarJo with an Ohio State Buckeyes uh, license plate frame. Oh gosh! So two things. One, um. I don't even know if I have permission to do that because obviously my truck is logoed. Um, but more importantly, that'd be like that'd be like putting a tramp stamp on the Mona Lisa. Like <laughs> that would be like that would literally be like like going like, hey, can you give me what is the um, what is the Chinese character for I'm a hoe, and and getting that tramp stamp. <laughs> That would be the equivalent of putting that on my beautiful ScarJo. So, no, not going to happen. So, it's a Bloody Mary bet. We both like a good Bloody Mary. He was nice enough to provide a few last time we were all hanging over rivers. So, um, the loser buys Bloody Marys for the winner. So, there it is. Bloody Mary bet. Uh, Chris versus me. It's an Ohio, He's an Ohio State fan. Nobody's perfect. Everything else about him I seem to like. But, you know, nobody's perfect. Here's my scouting report on that game. And you and I have covered – I should take that back. You and I have been out live – 
here in the Capital Region for Ohio State Michigan games. Yeah. It felt like because we dove so deep into these games and they've been so important that we actually were at the games, the atmospheres we've been able to have in the past, but because of other obligations this year, we will not be able to be out lying for Ohio State and Michigan. When I break down this game, you go back to 2021. Aiden Hutchinson was the best player on the field for either team. That includes C.J. Stroud. Hutchinson had a remarkable performance, an all-time great game, and he mm-hmm. ends up finishing second in the Heisman Trophy. He was the best player on the field. Connor Stallions was pretty good in that game, too. <laughs> 2022, Michigan had the big plays go in their favor. I've split these bets. 2021, I picked Ohio State and Michigan won. It was a huge win for Harbaugh. I liked Michigan last year. Michigan won that game. I'm leaning towards Ohio State in this game for two reasons. One, I feel like what you told me weeks ago is true. It's Michigan versus everybody. Like the Big Ten does not want Michigan to win. No, they, they want Ohio State. They, they do. You think so? Oh, they, they, Why? Because who's going to win the national championship? They think Ohio State can do it. They remember, don't. They remember back in COVID, they changed the rules for Ohio State. They said, right. you better have four conference games unless yeah. you're Ohio State, because then we'll change it. Like, they want Ohio State to beat Michigan, so this all goes away. Hell, Harbaugh might go away, and then they get the Buckeyes to be the team that represents Okay, well, then the they edged their bet by not by the punishment only lasting regular season. Yes. So, and here's the second part about this. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player on the field coming up on Saturday. What can he do? Is he going to be like a... Desmond Howard, Charles Woodson, and I know it's the Michigan guys. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be like that and have a moment where he stands out in the rivalry? Is Michigan going to be able to slow him down? Is Gus Johnson's head going to explode? Maserati, Marvin! Like, what is. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player on the field. I lean towards the Buckeyes for those two reasons. I'm picking against. Chad, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm suck. sorry, Chad. I'm sorry, LeVac. I'm picking Ohio State in that game. Little known fact. Uh, turf is slippery, right? When it yes. gets really wet, it gets slippery. So hopefully he doesn't try to run a pass route in front of Ryan Day's crying ass because that's what will be happening all game. Ryan Day will be crying by the third quarter. This is all about Michigan. Go blue. Maize and blue. Hail to the victors, the leaders and best. We may not even throw the ball. We may not even throw the ball. We may just run at them all game and just dominate them like like the wusses they are. Remember, Notre Dame wins that game if they can count to 11. Now that there's a bet on the line between you and Chris, here's what I'd like to do. Because I know he's listening. I know the phenomenal one, A.J. Penkowski from CBS 6, Never is heard listening. And hopefully our friend Chad is listening. Heard of I'm, him. I'm making a bet with those two. A.J., if you're listening, please text us and say, you know what? I know you're going to take Ohio State. And Chad... You're going to take Michigan. Double down. LeVac, if Michigan wins, Wait. you and Chad both get drinks from Chris and AJ over there. So the Ohio State's... Wait, you're, a, you're, not betting, you're not betting drinks? I'm not in this. AJ's you, in this no, and no, Chad's no, in this. No, no, what no, happened? Whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. When Michigan beats Ohio State, you have to buy Chad and I Bloody Mary. I'm not involved in this. This is not no, my teams. This is, if you can't make a bet for other people. So you have now put it... You have now done it. You have now guaranteed a Michigan win because you are wagering a beverage bet against the Wolverines. Thank you. I appreciate I didn't your help. I did say that. You, said, AJ should. Late. It's too late. Too late. You already did. You can't. It's out there now. It's in the ether. You owe Chad and I drinks when Michigan wins. That's what if Ohio true. State wins, though? I get the drinks. Sure. If that In that mystery fantasy land you're making up that it's not going to come true. Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to do that. Tough. Doesn't matter. You know what you do need to do? Since you're about to lose another beverage bet when you're told not to. You've been told 
to behave yourself and not make these bets, make you it. better go to Lily and David Fine Jewelers and get something for your beautiful wife. The holiday savings are ready for you at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. If you've been following them on social media, you already know about this. But if you haven't, how about this? You can get up to seven hundred and fifty. Dollars off your purchase. That's what's going on right now during the Black Friday events coming up. The holiday season's officially here. For more information on how you can get the cash off for your purchase at Lillian David Fine Jewelers, again, follow them on Facebook. Lillian David Fine Jewelers, family owned and operated. Their weekend hours 10 to 7 on Friday, 10 to 7 on Saturday, 11 to 5 on Sunday. You stop over to the shops of Wilton and get yourself or her, whatever it might be. Maybe the holiday shopping done for you. The engagement ring, the wedding band. I just got, I told you during one of the breaks here, LeVac, that I got an awesome message about a proposal coming up in the capital region. I hope he or she made that purchase over at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. So get ready. Maybe some proposals on the way if coming he, up the holiday if, season. Yeah. If he didn't, she should say no. Because it shows poor judgment. Well, I don't want to judge them. But Lillian David Fine Jewelers is what I did. I made the right decision. Right. Engagement ring, wedding band, trusted Alyssa, David, Tammy G, and their advice and more. You should be doing the same. Shops of Wilton, you heard about those Black Friday events. Up to What are you getting me for Christmas? You give me a watch finally? $750 off. Uh, big watch. I, I didn't have you on the list here. Wow. Wow. I'm not even on the list. I got you something. I got you this right here. Oh, so, that's a that's a finger. That's uh, not your index finger. Yeah. William David Fine Jewelers. When oh, you want stop me to wrap it? Here, let me put paper around it and then pull the paper off. <laughs> 30 seconds. Stop and tell them about my story. <laughs> Fox Sports 95, 990. My name's Goss, by the way. That name is Levac over there. We have 30 seconds, Levac, before we head off, and we're going to be back live on Sunday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you enjoy this time with your family, or at least survive it. Um, Goss, happy Thanksgiving to you, your beautiful family. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well and all your family. Uh, just, just the ones I actually hang out with. It's fine. Oh, uh, I don't want to waste everybody else's good time. Um, but everybody, I, I really I, I hope you have a great time. We'll be back. Um, Sunday, we're live from uh, rivers we'll see you there please come hang out with us it'll be an absolute blast we love seeing you guys and uh, we can we can talk about our trip to fan comas together uh, happy thanksgiving everyone levac guys fox sports radio 95 9 980 and you know what merry christmas already ha ha wash your hands don't touch your face bye